Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalong. FM 104. We have a trip to Bali to give away next week, but we need to pick the few finalists to get in the draw that's happening next Monday. FM 104's Paths to Paradise. How exciting. A name a little bit earlier on, right? We call out a name a little mm. bit earlier on and that person had 30 minutes to call us back or to get back in touch. And I think, I hope... Because I rang, I rang him during that ad break there, right? And yeah. somebody else who wasn't this person answered the phone. Oh, I that's know. strange. A Could mobile have carnage. number. Couldn't have been absolute carnage. Anyway, out in uh, Ballyfermot. Dean, Dean Pertzer, how are you? How, how are we? I'm absolutely fabulous. I'm about to finish work. We finished uh, three minutes ago. supposed to finish, but I'm going to hang on here in the warm so I can stay on the phone to you. Uh, ah, what a man. No one else would ever do that if there wasn't something on the line for them. <laughs> yeah, if we just rang Dean <laughs> for the crack on here, listen. We're the holiday to Bali. I'm not going to stand down the rain thinking about it. Yeah, no, definitely. Listen, uh, obviously 2020 has been manky, but you've obviously been kept busy pretty much on the front line. Uh, are you working in Spire out there? Yeah, I'm working in Spire the past six months. I was in the centre before here, so I haven't really had a, had a break the whole Corona thing, but sure, look, most of us are like the army. Yeah. Working hard. Yeah, most of us. And unfortunately, the year the year that we all want to forget, 2021 could be looking a hell of a lot better for you. Anyway, you're in the final. The draw is taking place next Monday, and you could be heading off to uh, Bali on an all-expenses-paid luxury holiday. Absolutely super. Listen, I'm, I'm very excited for you. I've finished you know crossed. This is probably the best day of work I've had all year. Yay! <laughs> yes! Let's hope that you win now. Because I imagine, I imagine a lot of people in the shops are getting all ratty and annoyed because everyone's getting ratty and annoyed. It's just like I, I promised everyone here that they could come with me if I won. Well, well, listen, Dean. There's not that many places up for grabs if you do win, so you'll have to select who you want to go with very, very carefully. Well, oh, that'd be lovely. It could be your year, Dean. Yeah. Anyway, you know what? 2021 is my year. There you go, Dean. Listen, very best yeah, look for you. We're, we're rooting for you. Tell everyone over Inspire there in Bally Firm that we said hello. Fair play for obviously dealing Good with luck. us, idiot <laughs> public, for the last 12 months. Anyway, very best look. Really, really do hope you win. But you are Room 104's very first finalist, all right? Perfect. Thanks very much. Have Take a, it easy, sir. Bye. You too. Bye. 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 Finalist number one from Room 104 in the bag. The draw is taking place next Monday. Details about how you can join Dean in that final on Monday in the next few moments. And as we said, it's F104's Path to Paradise with the Open College. It's Ireland's leading QQI distance learning course provider. And more information at theopencollege.com. You're listening to the Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. FM 104. 
Right, it's Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104. We'll give you details in the next 10 or 15 minutes how you can be joining Dean from Ballyfermot in the draw next Monday for that amazing all-expenses-paid luxury holiday to Bali. Obviously, you'll be going when all the restrictions are lifted and it's safe to do so, but we're uh, giving away a trip this week. And then after that, it is a trip to uh, Thailand. But Bali is up here in week one. Now, though... Speaking of beautiful countries and foreign lands miles and miles away from us, South Korea has gotten itself in a little bit of trouble. Oh. Yeah. A little bit of uh, trouble being accused of being rather sexist. Now, this seems like something you'd hear or read in a old Irish Leaving Cert Home Economics book. Yes. But the city of, I can never say this right, Seoul? 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 Is it Seoul? I would have said Seoul. Seoul. Yeah. I, I'm just going to second guess myself here. Anyway, the South Korean capital, Seoul, facing a lot of aggro because uh, on one of its government websites, get this, if you're a pregnant woman, listen up to this advice it has for you. It says pregnant women should cook their husbands several meals and ensure they have a supply of clean underwear before going to the hospital to give birth. Like unbelievable. This Brilliant is Brilliant advice. It was on the it was published on the website in 2019. It's only recently been rediscovered and they've gotten a bit of flack over it. A, pro, a protest or a petition, I should say. Excuse me, was set up online. Thousands of people signed it and they're coming under fire for uh for that. But that's a little uh it's a little sexist, isn't it? I'm shocked. Yeah. Because you kind of don't realise how backwards some countries are. But yeah, that is absolutely disgusting. Like, like South Korea and uh, the Republic of Ireland. <laughs> Pretty much, actually, yeah. Uh, we've had a lot of different things. Can, did you do we've home economics? We've gone a little economics? bit better. I did do home economics, surprisingly, because I can't cook. But did you, did you have that book or that course where it was something about, you know, warming up the husband's slippers and leaving them there? From, did you have that kind of edition of home ec? Yes, I did. And do you know what? My home ec teacher used to always talk about, you know, a way to a man's heart is through his stomach. And that was, wouldn't be wrong. That was the thing that was in ingrained in us for years for the yeah. five or six years I was there and I remember even if my mom was this now she'd probably deny this but I remember her saying yeah that's true well it kind of is if you can feed him keep him happy yeah feed him keep him happy why does he keep the, himself the, happy that, that's what I mean but like it's just the problem was that was never told to men you know it was never balanced out by going if you want to keep your woman happy look after her do a bit of housework cook the odd meal every now and then but you didn't probably have the option to do home ec in school did you yeah I did yeah oh you went to a mixed school I went that's to a mixed why. school yeah. yeah I went but uh, if it was an all boys school I did though, man engineering wouldn't. I got a blowtorch and a hacksaw I was like yeah and it's still absolutely useless around the house can't do a thing uh, at all but listen they've come come under fire and a lot of people are saying that this is horrifically sexist, um, which it obviously is. It's just presuming that women women do everything in the home. And that... Imagine going in to deliver a child and your husband's like, well, what am I going to do for food? Well, I don't have anything. What do you mean you're going in to deliver a bit? I don't have... I don't have anything. But sure, that probably was the case when our parents were having us. Yeah. Do you know, that kind of way, like the, the dad or the, the man probably didn't cook because... He was too busy working. No, he didn't know how. He was too busy working. That obviously that was the. He probably got a chipper. <laughs> life, uh, life in Ireland past was obviously woman stayed at home. It was a very Catholic idea of the family unit. It was, w- woman yeah. stays at home, guy goes out to work, um, and that was that. Like I think my mum used to work for. The, there was a thing in the civil service. If you got married, you couldn't work there anymore. Yeah. Because you had to go home. Up until a certain point. Yeah, yeah. it was like you had to go home and look after your family, pump out a few babies. Yeah. And look after it, and it was never a case of a man being asked not to work. I think my mom did. I think, but she had it. She just stopped working. Yeah, when you had a baby back then, you couldn't like, bye, go bye, back bye, to bye, work. Bye, 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 get out, get yeah, out now, get out right. and have your babies. 
You either stay working and don't yeah. have kids or you give up work. I think even if you got married, you had to give up work. Yeah. Yeah, I think I so. I think some people never changed their, uh, legally never changed their names so they could continue to work. Which is hilarious. So we, we laugh at South Korea and we're like, well, this was still up until like maybe the it 80s. Was, and we've had far worse situations going on. But listen, let us know, male or female, by the way, what's the most sexist thing that you have ever experienced? Maybe somebody said something to you. Maybe something somebody presumed something of you. Maybe you weren't... Uh, you know, you weren't offered something or you just weren't considered because of your sex. What is the most, a man or woman, by the way, I want to hear if it's possible to hear examples of sexism towards men as well. Because this is technically sexist towards men as well, presuming they can't cook for themselves. No, I have to say in your defence, like I have in the past assumed a man can hang up a picture because I can't hang up a picture or change a light bulb or do all these things. And the pressure on, you know, older men would assume that you should be able to do that if you're a guy but not so much if you're a girl but I remember thinking god my boyfriend can't even do that he's not a real man see that you put him under so much pressure I did and and harshness uh, because of this sexism anyway let us know whether you're male or female what's the most sexist thing that you have ever experienced 87 and this comes in from who is this in from uh, oh Kira, hi Kira. I used to work in a small finance company and one of the lads bought a ton of golf umbrellas for everyone and never offered any of the women in the company one. Oh. Why, though? Assuming you don't like golf. A lot of women play golf. A lot of women just like umbrellas. Who doesn't like an umbrella? Who do, who doesn't like staying dry from the rain? Yeah, it is. I hate when people make assumptions about you like subtle that. subtle little things like that that everyone in the company gets from bar the women. Silly women don't golf. They wouldn't want one of these. Golf is all about lads, lads, lads. Lads. Yeah. The most sexist thing to ever happen to me was from my housemate. And again, this isn't very very sexist at all. But Were you offended? Uh, morally offended. Yeah. I went on a Twitter rant. I did one Twitter, a thread about sexism and there was 18 posts and I lost my mind over it. No, I am. Um, you know when you're living with someone, there was a comment from a roommate that I, I used to live with and like I'm... When I do the washing, yeah. I get very lazy. Like I'll leave it in the I'll leave it in the washing machine for a few days, and then it smells like a dog. Yeah, but yeah. then when you're living with somebody else, there they have to take out your clothes, and they're like, "This has been sitting here for two days. I oh, need to put yeah. on the wash." Anyway, I came down one day, and my clothes were all on the counter, out of the washing machine, just put on the counter and left there. And I came down all apologetic, going, "Oh, sorry, listen, I forgot about those. Sorry about that." Blah blah blah. And then she just kind of turned to me in an awkward kind of passing comment. I don't think she meant it. She was like, "Ah, sure, you'd have no idea how to use this thing anyway," and went off. And I was there going, "Yeah, what?" So she presumed because I was a man that I wouldn't be able to use the washing machine and just looked at me oh. in this condescending kind of tone like, sure, you would know what you're doing. I was like, kind of going, hang on a second now. Oh. Mrs. Mrs. Roommate. Yeah. I know exactly what I'm doing. Like, I get her point, but like... Listen, I didn't know what I was doing, but that's not the point. That's she not the point. Have, can't she can't just assume that you she don't. She shouldn't have assumed. I just, you know, so you spin the knob three or four times and hope whatever one it lands on is the right washing setting for you. Like, In fairness, there you go. I still don't know what the right setting is, but I just put it on eco just to be safe. There you go. Uh, but actually, similarly, on the other end, happened to me uh, a while ago where I was at a premiere thing of a film and the director was like, look, I'm going to buy everybody a pint of Guinness. Yeah. Responsible pint of Guinness. And that was fine. When I sat down, he'd bought me a, you know, a glass of Guinness. You know, like the half oh, pint. Oh, a, a little girly glass. A girly yeah. glass. So pints, pints aren't for women. You're but mad. I was shocked. I was like, um, okay. And they were all laughing about it. But he turned around and said, but you're tiny. 
He was like, surely you wouldn't drink a pint of Guinness. Oh, you should see Saoirse sinking the pints and the pizzas and the steaks and the whole lot. I love a responsible pint of Guinness. But yeah. just, I don't know if it was him thinking, right, well, she's a girl. She needs like a glass as opposed to a pint glass. Yeah. I can't give her that. I was really offended. Yeah. I ended up getting another one just after I'd finished that responsibly something yeah but like if they just get me gave me one pint I would have just been happy with that uh, one of the most one of the most sexist things that I've ever done right not deliberately sexist but mm. this is my conditioning as a man right um, I was hosting an event before and I was told the running order of the event and I was told I'd have to introduce two or three different people from this company who wanted to make a speech oh yeah so I was like grand or like listen uh, Sean's going to come up and he's going to say a few words, right? Mm-hmm. You'll introduce him. And then Sean's going to go and then Barry's going to come up and then Barry's going to say a few words. Yeah. And then Joe's going to come up and Joe's going to say a few words, right? Yeah. So Sean comes up, job done. Barry comes up, job done. And then I'm looking around going, where the hell's Joe? Right? Thinking oh. it was a dude. Oh, there you go. There I go. And this woman comes up to me and she's like, hi, are you, are you coming? And I'm yeah. Do you know where Joe is? She's like, I'm Joe. It's like, oh, of course you are. I never copped. And were you nervous then because it was a girl in the end? And I, I just, I just realised that I was being a sexist asshole. Yeah. That I just presumed that a high-ranking senior executive who was presenting at this called Joe after two other men that would just be a man. And I was looking around and I was like, I can only see two men. Where's Joe? It's clearly not her because that's a girl. Yeah. So her it's name awful. wouldn't be Joe. And she goes... I also remember going out with someone who uh, got really anxious when we were on a plane going mm. over on our holidays because it was a female pilot. <laughs> You know, she started speaking and he was like, oh no. <laughs> and I, I laughed because like, it's so ridiculous. How dare like, you? Like, it's so ridiculous. So ridiculous. Um, oh, I, like a female driver. Ooh, a pilot, yeah. they're fine. They know what they're doing. It's all autopilot anyway, so it's fine. Jesus. <laughs> the most sexist thing that you have ever experienced. Do let us know. And it could be something simple, either a passing comment or something uh, a little bit larger. 0876797104. I've seen three grown women in their 40s grab a flight attendant's bum while he was working and serving food and drinks and all three of them were lolling out loud about it the lad was obviously embarrassed and shocked poor guy see that's the thing you'd laugh wouldn't you even if you were on the plane okay maybe you might not laugh maybe you might go that's ridiculous and very inappropriate but you're gonna kind of I've been grabbed in nightclubs giggle why? If, if that was a, if that was a woman oh they'd be the flight would be turned around would and it'd be, be landed around. like get out lads yeah the presumption there is though that ah, oh, should there only women and he can look after himself kind of thing. Yeah, that is it, isn't and it? And women aren't a threat to men. Men are a threat to women. That's God, that's sexist. Yeah, that now. is sexist now. Sorry now. Sorry. I have seen that on nights Thanks out though. When you used to go on nights out, remember them? you know a big group of girls, say a hen. Yeah. And they'd happily be. You know, oh, we 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 interviewed especially uh, in like Spain or somewhere where you're abroad. We interviewed a comedian, Paul Smith. He's from Liverpool, right? He's been doing really well over the last couple of years. He was on the show last year or 2019, and he said he did a gig over here for a hen party, and they stripped him. Oh yeah. So he he was up doing a gig for I think it was a, over here doing a gig, a private gig for a hen party where there was like 40 other women, and they just ripped all his clothes off, and he had to do the rest of the gig pretty much naked in a pair of socks. Again, imagine that the other way around. Mo- Can you imagine a mob of men did that to a woman? Stripped her naked and then she had to continue doing her gig? Doing a gig? No. That wouldn't go down well. <laughs> but he just had to do it and what? He was just kind just of had embarrassed. To take it on the chin and kind of go gas. It's a story. Uh, 0876797104. Most sexist thing you've ever experienced, ever seen, ever had done to you. Let us know. And on the way next, we'll be putting a call out for 
the second finalist tonight here in Room 104 for F104's Paths to Paradise. You could be sitting on a beach in Bali by the end of the year. It's an all-expenses-paid trip. Details coming up next along with music from 24 Golden Mood. You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. FM 104. We know the last couple of months have been horrific for you and everyone you know, but things are starting to look up. FM 104's Paths to Paradise. Okay, okay. We are picking the final finalists here for F104's Paths to Paradise. By the end of the year, you could be sitting on an all-expenses-paid trip. We could be sitting on a beach in Bali, in a luxury hotel, all on us. It includes some lovely little benefits to make sure that it is the ultimate trip of a lifetime. Yeah, so return uh, return flights from Dublin to Bali is what you're getting. And 10 nights in a luxury hotel... Daily breakfast, snorkeling trip, including the snorkeling equipment, drinks and snacks as well. Massage per person at the hotel spa and 500 euro spending money. You're not going to have to put your hand in your pocket. Nope. You'll be over in Bali. Remember holidays. Do you remember when you used to go on those things called holidays? They're coming back. Yes, yeah, they're coming back. Obviously, this is all going to be done when it is safe for people to travel again. But you'll have this in the bag. You could be heading to Bali if you want to be the second finalist here on Room 104 tonight. The draw is taking place next Monday, by the way, but you need to get yourself in the draw. You need to become a finalist. That is step one. All you need to do right now is WhatsApp us in the word paradise followed by your name. So it's very easy. Paradise, your name. Take out your phone and WhatsApp us 87 104 and then we might be calling your name out in a few moments' time. But listen, the only thing you need to worry about if you want to get yourself one step closer to this amazing luxury holiday to Bali. Bali is one of those destinations that people have on their like wish list, on their yeah. their bucket list, I, should, I suppose. Bali is the place, isn't it, with all those lovely huts where you're swinging on that seat thing and there's, it's like there's a white definitely sand. One of those. Oh. And the weather will be amazing. You won't have to deal with frost. You won't have to deal with rain. You won't have to deal with misery. You'll have a little bit of happiness after a year, year and a half that's been absolutely mental. Paradise, your name, to 0876797104. It's F104's Paths to Paradise with The Open College, Ireland's leading QQI distance learning course provider. More info, theopencollege.com. You're listening to the Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. FM 104. Cormac and Sergio here. Remember, if you haven't already subscribed to the Room 104 podcast, you can do so over on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all the usual places that you get your podcasts from. Okay, we just did our Paths to Paradise competition. You had to text in your name and Paradise to 087-6797-104. And we're going to call one person's name out right now. And that person has 30 minutes to get in touch with the show. That that person has 30 minutes, no more, not a second more, to get back in touch with the show. So if this is your name, you need to WhatsApp us back in and let us know that you've heard your final boarding call and you could be joining Dean from Paddy Firm a little bit earlier on in Monday's draw. So Sersha, who do we have? We have Gillian Kelly. So if your name is Gillian Kelly, you've got 30 minutes to message us back in and we could be putting you through to the final. Gillian Kelly, 087-6797-104. We're going to be real harsh about this, okay? If it's yeah. like 30 minutes in one second, good luck, see you, bye. See you, bye. You, we're going to do a, a Ryanair at the gates and go, sorry, sorry the gates are closed. Sorry the gates are closed, yeah, they and closed 20 minutes ago, even though the flight actually said the gates closed now. <laughs> actually, yeah, we'll do that. Oh yeah, we cut the gate short by 20 minutes, just to, just to wreck your head. You know, I know we, we said we'd be fine, but everyone's on the plane now. We were early, so we legged it, good luck, see you, bye. Anyway, uh, Gillian Kelly... That's the woman we are looking for this evening. If that's you, 
Getting back to uh, a couple of messages, by the way. In relation to the most sexist thing that's ever happened to you or you've ever witnessed or you've ever seen. It comes after news today came out of South Korea that Seoul, 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 the city, the main capital city there, the government had advice for pregnant women. So if you're a pregnant woman, this was the advice that they had in relation to looking after your husband. They said... Um, that women who are pregnant yeah. before they go into the hospital need to cook their husbands several meals they need to meal prep for them and they need to ensure that they have a clean supply of underwear before going to the hospital to give birth like it's just outrageous isn't it outrageous that that's actually that was last year that came out yeah I don't know if, it, if, if anyone's ever read uh, reading a book at the moment called Sapiens which is like the history of Mankind, and yeah. after you read the book, you will hate humans because it's basically yeah, we wrecked everything. We're a horrible species, yeah. But there's part of it now on how cultures developed sexism everywhere, yeah. And there was laws like back in Sumerian times where women weren't women; they were the, literally the property of men. And like if you went, like if I owned you, if you were my daughter, right, mm. and uh, someone went up and let's say punched you or kicked you or did something violent towards you, that wasn't really an offence to you; it was an offence to me because you were my property and you damaged my property. Yeah, you know what I mean, you weren't owed an apology. I was owed an apology and you paid me money. That kind of mad stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah. Seen as tools as opposed to uh, as opposed to people. So listen, let us know the most sexist thing that you have ever experienced. 0876797104. Ruth got in touch on Twitter and Ruth has said, uh, I was at a job interview and an outlet asks if I'm planning on having babies anytime soon Ooh. as they had three people on maternity leave the year before. How cheeky is that? I thought they weren't allowed to ever dare ask that question. Uh, they're not. No, they're not allowed to ask anything like that. Again, a whole lot of trouble. Even if it's just like conversational and they're like, oh, so you're engaged. Someone can have a hissy fit over that and oh. go, oh, yeah, hang on. So what, what, what does that mean? You know, if they get the job, they can, or if they don't get the job, they can hold you up. And uh, Casey followed up saying, I got asked that too once. Like, part of me is like, can you understand that if they're going to hire someone that's going to be off in three months and then they have to hire them all over again? Yeah, of course it's annoying for them, but it's just life. You suppose, just have to deal with it. I suppose, yeah, the only way around that is the parental leave for men, isn't it? So, like, if I'm engaged, someone asks me, well, are you planning on having a kid? Because then you'll be off for six months. Yeah. As opposed to, no, I'll be here. I just don't know if men deserve that much time off. We didn't push a baby out between our legs, you know? No, but I do think you should be getting near enough the same time off as her. No, Not we should have to work more. We should have to work the same hours that she wouldn't. We should be exhausted in the same way that women are. You've but grown I, a baby inside you. You deserve a year off. Men haven't done F all, so you go back to work. Yeah, but hang on a second. It's not a year off. They're at home with a newborn baby. But probably, it's off, if it's their shot. first baby, they don't know what they're doing. And the baby's probably not sleeping, so they could probably do with an extra pair of hands, no? <laughs> Or to, to pour that uh, champagne for the brunches on a Wednesday afternoon. If she out. wants to go for a nap, a much needed nap, then he should be there to take the baby. When they come home a little tipsy after afternoon brunch. Baby brunches, that's going to be a new thing Do you thing know what's now. really funny? Cormac doesn't have any children and I think it's showing right now. Definitely showing, yeah, because yeah. it's probably a, a mother. I uh, am new surrounded parents. with you know friends that have babies at the moment and it's not that. It's definitely not that. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even on a budget? Quality is non-negotiable. 
That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. They are sleepless nights, headaches. Yeah, the... the yeah, the story uh, continues. <laughs> I can imagine. Uh, 087-67-97104. If you've ever experienced anything sexist, like the, the, the sexist thing that, that I get sometimes is if we're out for dinner. Yeah. The bill is always placed in front of me. Always happens. And I'm like, I'm not paying. You're always mad. happens. Certain places now will try and kind of put it in the middle. You, go, you know, but they're kind babe. of, it's facing you. It's facing the guy. But as well as that, I used to go out with somebody who was very healthy and used to eat a lot of salads and chicken prawn salad things or whatever. I can see where I you dumped them, yeah. Hate. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, I'd always get pizza or a steak or something. Yeah. They'd always put the steak in front of him. Always. They'd assume, oh, she's... This little, little girl. You're having she a little lady meat. You're having a bit of lettuce and maybe some salad yeah. and, and an egg. You'll have an egg. The amount of times you know, you'd swap the dinner over, and it's really annoying. I wonder if if you're listening and you're a waiter. Like, did you ever get? Was it ever awkward when you did things like that? Did anyone ever call you up over doing that when you like dump the burger down in front of him all the time? She's like, no, sorry, it's it's for me. It's over here. I have an appetite too, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, that was the, the one thing I would have experienced there. And then the sexism when no one gets up on the bus for me for a seat. You know, no one offers me their seat. I just find that very, very Sorry, sexist. What? You know, like men will offer a woman a seat. No, and maybe I've usually never of, seen of, that. of a of a older, Only if you're older age. Uh, pregnant or older, but like you wouldn't men don't get offered seats. No one no one Old men get offered seats. Yes, they do. But not young, younger men as much as maybe younger women. I mean, the struggles that I have in my life, you wouldn't know because no one ever opens the door for me when I'm coming in or out of a, of a shopping centre. Like, do you, would you find that if I didn't know you and you were walking into a shopping centre and I held a door for you? Is that sexist? I think you're a gent. I lo- you know what I am? I love anyone doing anything for me. But, you know, I've done that once or twice where the people have been incredibly rude about that. Yeah, but and that's their like, problem. I know, but like they're calling you a sexist and saying, you know, I can do that myself, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but that's just taking it too far. It's just a nice person doing something nice. And it's sometimes it's, you know, I do that anyway. If yeah. there's someone coming in, I'll quickly hold the door for them. Yeah. That, that's just common courtesy. No one ever holds the door for me to struggle in my life. That's the sexism I feel. That's my everyday sexism. No one offers me a seat in the bus. No one opens the door for me. When's I don't the last get, time you've been on the bus? Let's be honest. Uh, yeah, well, I definitely haven't been on the bus in the last year because yeah. of... So maybe COVID. New Thankfully. Year, new people. Kind of bust, maybe, maybe. Uh, what are other ironically sexist things? Are there any sexist things towards men? Oh, obviously, yeah. If if I wasn't a Titanic, I wasn't getting off. Oh, Women yeah, and children that's true. first. Women and children first. And we'll be all like bringing out the equality card, then going ah ah ah, ladies, Actually, that's true. back to the cu- back. About that. We're doing this via alphabetical order now. 
Uh, there was a girl that I knew that said, now I don't know how true this is, that said she was doing her driving test and she had a male driving... Instructor person? No, the, what are they? Uh, tester. Yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry. Told her she didn't need to, you know, look under the bonnet. Oh, because her lady have, brain couldn't hack it? Couldn't have a girl standing out in the rain looking under the bonnet of the car. That's but, what he apparently said. Well, I'd say she didn't bat an eyelid over that and she was just like, grand, yeah, she let's roll delighted. on. She was delighted. She said she wouldn't have passed if she had to look under the bonnet. She didn't have a clue. So that's like sexism you'd accept. You'd happily accept that and kind of go, let's roll with this, no problem at all. But I mean, if you knew your th- your stuff inside out, upside down and you just wanted to be tested on it, you would be offended. The other thing, like, not that a- acceptable sexism, you know, car insurance for women was always way cheaper. Yeah. Because yous are less dangerous drivers than men and then obviously the, ch- the champions of equality made you get lumped in with us and now your car insurance is insane so that mm. would have been another acceptable sexism you would have been like actually we'll keep this one yeah. we don't mind being discriminated against when it saves us a few quid because now car insurance I was chatting to my sister who is still in her 20s and her insurance is ridiculous she was away for a year you know when you go away for a year and you come back and yeah. then it's like oh it's three grand for your insurance it's ridiculous like, sorry what she didn't get a benefit from that at all no. For being a woman. Whereas maybe 10 years ago, she might have. Oh, 10 years ago, you would have got it for nothing. Yeah. Like two people of the same age, say mid 20s. Yeah. The girl would have got it for like 300 euro. The guy would have been paying. Two grand. 1800. Two grand. Yeah. And it would have been third party fire and theft. And I would know. Have been absolutely shafted. Uh, Derek says in relation to the door, I mean, that's just chivalry. Derek, have you ever done something like that though, only for it to backfire and someone goes, what are you doing? You know? If that ever I'm happens sorry, to you sorry. and you are a guy listening, just ignore it. She's just having a bad day. But they'll jump on Twitter and get you cancelled. And lo- you'll lose your job just no, for holding open the door. Most people will appreciate someone holding the door. 0876797104. Good evening, Alan. Three women in an old job surrounded me in the canteen and they told me they never noticed how big my feet were before and asked if the rumours about men with big feet were true. Dear God. How did you respond to that, Alan? That's, a, that's, a, that's an awkward one. That is awkward, but I mean, you said you worked uh, in a place before with someone who used to kind of, um, you know, pass remarks about you and oh, in a sexual yeah. manner. And a very sexual. If that manner. was the other way around, sacked, sacked. Mm-hmm. But you were meant to just this what, person put up with it? was a psycho, and I know there's always this negative stereotype to call women psychos for blah blah blah. Mm. This wasn't one of these things. This person was an actual psychopath. Yeah, one of those people who's just bat crazy. Dangerously crazy, not like. And again, if that was the other way around, and you're Imagine. talking about a guy who's batshit crazy yeah. and who's mental, oh, and some of them as well. Yeah, and who was passing these remarks, they wouldn't last long. Yeah. I uh, used to work in a place, <clears throat> and one time the CEO mm. came down and uh, noticed that a colleague of mine, her bag was open, and she had those, you know, those chicken breasts. That you, some women wear in their bras chicken fillets chicken yeah. breasts chicken, chicken, chicken fillets <laughs> oh well listen if you want to get a bit more lift you get a breast instead of a fillet yeah <laughs> chicken fillets to stick in her bra yeah. yeah yeah so there was a few one of them poking out of her bag yeah and he went and opened the bag and pulled it out in front of everyone stop it and everyone was like it was, no. a, it was a CEO so no one knew what to say it was kind of like oh that's she was real uncomfortable about Oh, that. that's very awkward. Actually, yeah. speaking of, uh, I had a friend who worked in a very well-known restaurant in Dublin and uh, she was a, a chef. So she was working in the kitchen and she had, you know, a white, t- like it was all white uniform, whatever. Fine. She wasn't being seen out front at all. She was in the back 
And one day she had worn, she just threw on whatever colour bra, black or navy or whatever. So you could kind of see that it wasn't white underneath yep. the shirt. In front of everyone, he walked in and called her out and was like, you're to wear a white bra from now on. I can see oh, your, wow. your coloured bra wow. through the shirt. Now, over. is that a uniform issue? Is that just kind of like, you got to be, you know... Like, I just think that's a that's a boundary you do not cross. She's not out in front, you know what I mean? She wasn't out yeah, 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 meeting yeah, yeah. guests or whatever. She was in God, the kitchen. That's really awkward. In the yeah, kitchen. That's really awkward. Kitchen. And like, it was, you know, she said... Yeah, they definitely can't police have a your clean underwear. One. Yeah. You can't police your underwear. But that was bad. That is horrible. Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. If you've ever experienced anything sexist, whether it was just mild passing comment sexism or, you know, outright kind of... Yeah. You can let us know. Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. On the way at 11 o'clock, we'd love to know, do you think we've been visited by aliens as of yet? We're going to be chatting to a professor from Harvard, real life Harvard, not a crackpot, not an insane down a YouTube rabbit hole who doesn't know what they're on about. This is a uh, astronomer who is a professor over in Harvard who claims that Earth may have been visited by an alien artefact a couple of years ago. He's writing a book on it. He'll be on just after 11 o'clock explaining. But if you either believe aliens have already maybe arrived here or you've ever had a strange encounter or a strange experience while you've been out or just looking up at the sky and saw something that you couldn't quite explain, let us know. No judgment here. 87 And we'll be back with music from uh, Sam Felt, Robin S. Show Me Love. That's on the way next here on FM 104. You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalong. FM 104. Not a bad prize to kick off 2021. It's a bloody brilliant prize, let's be honest. Luxury holiday to Bali with return flights from Dublin to Bali. Ten nights in a gorgeous hotel, daily breakfast, snorkeling trip, including all the equipment, snacks, drinks, massages, 500 euro to spend. Who does not want that? And I just think... The real benefit about this is this will obviously be done and you'll be going to Bali when the restrictions are lifted and it's obviously safe to do so. Just having something planned in your calendar, in your head, something to look forward to that isn't miserable, that isn't Zoom, that isn't like two metres away from someone that's you sitting on a beach, having that in your head to look forward to is going to be so, so nice to be able to enjoy that. Uh, The draw is taking place next Monday here on FM 104. It's all with thanks to uh, the Open College. It's FM 104's Paths to Paradise. We are taking the last finalists of Monday here on Room 104. We called out Gillian Kelly a little bit earlier on. She had 30 minutes to call back to us. Otherwise, we weren't letting her on the plane and things were going to be gone without her. But, Gillian, are you there? Hi, how are you? We're good, how are you? Oh, thrilled. What a way to end a Monday. Oh, stop. Yeah, I mean, this Monday of all months and of all years and of all times to be alive, Mondays in January are never going to be any fun. But good news, uh, you are our second finalist here on on Room 104. You're going to be in the draw next Monday and you could be spending a a lovely bit of time on a beautiful desert island paradise beach in Bali later this year. Well, I wouldn't say no. Sounds fantastic. Thanks very much. <laughs> we have everything crossed for you that you yeah. will win that trip on so, Monday. Oh, me too. Yeah. You, I've got them all lighting candles for me as oh, well. Oh, do. A few <laughs> prayers, a few vir- virtual prayers if you can do it. Uh, so listen, yourself and Dean are our two finalists here from uh, Room 104 in the draw. We had thousands and thousands of messages in, so good job getting there. Uh, back to us sooner rather than later. Well, may, may we ask, uh, what were you up to this evening, Gillian? I was actually on my way home from work. I had just pulled the car in. Um, I was listening to you. Uh, I work in Dublin, coming mm. home to Loud. And uh, I just said, ah, sure, look, take it. 
We'll see how we get on. So, worked. If you're not in, you can't win. That's what they say. That's it. Mm. That's it. Dublin to Loud, that's a long old commute, is it? Bit of a spin, but sure, look. I'd say the Need mornings aren't, aren't too bad now that all the schools are still off and just, uh, quote-unquote, lockdown-ish. No, it's, uh, Jesus, it's some difference in the traffic. Is but, it bad? Uh, is it bad? No, no, like with the school traffic, sure, you're... Oh, sorry. It's, it's nearly two hours oh, to yeah. work, but you're only around an hour and 20 or something. Half an hour now. And it was all—it was all literally—it was all worth it today. Anyway, you've gotten yourself in the draw, 100%. and you could be heading to Bali at the end of this year. So, listen, uh, thanks a million for uh, texting in. Congratulations again, and very best of luck. Thanks very much. Take it easy, No worries. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. bye, 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 bye. Uh, before the end of the show, so at 11 o'clock, we will give you another chance to text in and we'll be picking one more finalist. So if you didn't get in there or throughout the whole day, we have one more opportunity for you to get yourself in the draw. It's F104's Paths to Paradise with the Open College. It's Ireland's leading QQI distance learning course provider. You're listening to the Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. FM 104. Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104 on the way after 11 o'clock you're going to be hearing from a man who believes that we may have been visited by an alien artefact a couple of years ago Uh, he's not a nut job he's not a crazy conspiracy theorist on YouTube he's a Harvard professor he's an astronomist I keep saying astrology Astrology is all about your star signs. Star signs and who's matching and compatible with who. It's not that. (laughs) Are you compatible? What's the star sign of this alien that visited? Uh, Anyway, he's going to be on a little bit after 11 o'clock. But if you've ever experienced anything maybe a little bit out of the ordinary or you might think you might have seen a UFO, which is technically an unidentified flying object. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be alien. If you ever saw something that you maybe couldn't explain, let us know. 87 Not as good as our Paths to Paradise bed, but good nonetheless. It's very good. I do like this one quite a lot. Uh, good news. Do you have a bad memory? Terrible memory. Yeah, really, really bad. Turns out that having a bad memory, being very, rather forgetful, is a sign of brain efficiency. Now, I would second guess that. <laughs> I mean, Just like, talking about myself, like I probably wouldn't be the most um, efficient. So when you're talking about efficient is that if you are forgetting a lot of information, apparently your brain is deciding which information is important to keep and it's getting rid of the waste material. So you're not hanging on to useless information. So if you're forgetful, you have a brain that's functioning very efficiently. Now, I forgot my earphones today, which is... Oh yeah, big deal. <sighs> sacrilegious, especially in COVID radio times because we have to bring in our own earphones and yep. mics and stuff like that obviously for health and safety reasons and I was just sitting there going, going if I have no earphones I can't hear the callers nope. I can't hear Me? you properly I yep. can't hear I can't hear like I can't hear this nope. very sad very sad you know so devastating times can't hear big horns so does this not, mean that you're more efficient? Th- now this is what I'm trying to tell myself. If you're the type of person that is always forgetting things, always forgetting the simplest of things and you're adding, you know, s- several important minutes to your morning routine because you don't know where you left the car keys, it could be good. You just need to tell yourself now that it's okay. I am efficient. So if you forget, if you forget her birthday or anniversary, no, you're just efficient. You are super efficient. Never let you, if you forget Valentine's Day coming up in a month, just tell her, Oh, sorry, honey, I'm just uh, got such an efficient brain that I forgot, but... That will yeah. not work for you, I promise you that much. But what I will say on this is that I think being efficient might be a little bit far-fetched. I think I'm very forgetful, but the things I probably remember, I shouldn't. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, I shouldn't. I zone in on the wrong things to remember. <laughs> 
I'm efficient in the wrong way. Ah, like, oh, damn it. Damn it. Uh, but are, you're forgetful, are you? I'm forgetful with a lot of things and I still haven't gotten to the age where I put my wallet, my phone wallet keys in the one place so yeah. that I can oh, just no. grab and go. Yeah. And again, spent today looking for keys and forgot my headphones and numerous times just looking for the keys. I mean, what's what's the one thing that you forget constantly on a regular basis? Uh, it would have to be my house keys. I got locked out of my house on Christmas Eve. Did you? Locked out of my house on Christmas Eve. This year? As this, in last year? Last Christmas? Yeah, and I had to get a neighbour to get on a ladder. I'm on the third floor apartment and crawl up the ladder and get through the window. <laughs> Christmas Eve, all the Christmas presents stuck inside, the cat stuck oh, inside. No. You know, even if you were to ring a locksmith at that stage, oh, they dear. probably weren't coming out. They did, oh, not on Christmas so Eve. So Susan would have died. Would yeah. No presents for anybody. Did and you find the cooker renting on inside? No, I didn't thankfully leave the cooker on, but uh, I've done that three times now. Yeah, it's pretty I've bad. had my lock changed. I suppose I forget to... About that much. What do I forget to do all the time? Like bring the bins out, do yeah. the dishes, uh, pick up my chops from the side of the bed. That's disgusting. That's what I forget to do as well. That's vile. Forget to... What did I forget to do? Oh, I have to... My, apparently my driving license is out. To renew that, completely I forgot. For forgot last month. and always forget to pay my TV license. Oh, that's another thing you forget, forget to do. Yeah. Uh, TV license is another dodgy one. Um, but listen, good news, good news. Uh, if you are the type of person that's rather forgetful, you can now put it down to the fact that you are an efficient brain. You have an efficient brain. So the Dr. Oliver Bowman, who was a study of this author who looked into the way your brain encodes information, the way it stores information and says it gets rid of information it doesn't necessarily find too important. says if you encounter those memories somewhere somewhere else, that creates a problem that you might not um, recognise the information that you're looking for. It doesn't uh, happen for very important pieces of information so your brain actually hangs on to them. But would uh, it not make you more scatty? Like someone who's super organised... And knows where everything is. Mm. Would they not be more efficient? I know what you mean in getting things done and yeah, and having that doing work and being productive. They're actually able to decompartmentalize what they need and when they need it and where it is. Yeah, which would make them all in all maybe clearer in the head, more yeah. efficient. I don't know. Maybe we're wrong. Have you ever have you ever forgotten an important like an event or a birthday or yeah. like an anniversary? I forgot my friend's wedding. No, you didn't. You did no, you didn't. Forgot her wedding. How do you forget a wedding? I genuinely woke up thinking it was the day after. But were you invited to the wedding? Yeah. What did you do? I was late. I literally missed the whole church thing. <laughs> ah, well, that's come on now. That's that, that's genius move. You're really like, oh, oh no, no, shucks. I but I had to the, go the straight church. to the hotel and hide because they were coming back for pictures, and then suddenly I'm turning up, checking in. Yeah. Hadn't been there at all, so yeah, completely missed that. That's bad. That's very bad. Isn't it? I keep forgetting my sister's birthday. It's New Year's Day. I shouldn't. And that's more maybe of being in a food coma after Christmas Day. Yeah. Never getting anything done. But I'm trying to think, if you've ever forgotten, like, what's the most important thing you have ever forgotten? Oh, it's seven six seven nine seven one zero four. Like, if you had a, a horrible work party, not a work party, but like if you forgot some sort of reporting thing or a huge presentation or a huge pitch meeting or just site managers coming down today and you just completely blanked. What do you do? There's nothing worse Nothing worse. When you go completely blank and can't remember a thing. <sighs> Mr. Marley, course. <laughs> I forget skins a lot, Mr. Marley. And I'm sure that's just for rolling tobacco. Of course. Nothing else. You're just rolling completely legal tobacco. <laughs> Nothing else.
I would imagine. Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. You can let us know. And uh, what's the worst thing you have ever, ever forgotten in your entire life? And you can forgive yourself now because it turns out that your uh, <clears throat> brain is being efficient, according to this uh, new, according to this new study. Your brain is being efficient and just dumping information that it doesn't find too useful. Um, and it doesn't find too useful and doesn't think you should hang on to. Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. Wow, a couple of times. Oh wow! This is this is bad. <laughs> Couple of times I forgot to collect the kid from school, like three times. The kid, so it's only one you have to look after. It'd be fine, like if you were like my mom back in the day with five kids. You're gonna forget. Oh, that's one all. Of them. That's always always happened, isn't it? Where you're just sitting in the car park or on the road outside the school, and you're waiting, and all the cars go, and you're like, "No, she'll be here in a minute." Then the last car pulls out, and you're like, Ugh. "I know." I used to hate that as well because you'd literally feel like. You're lost in the world on your own. You wouldn't know what to do as a kid. God. Yeah, parents don't be late for kids. They will be traumatised when they're older. Mm, My mum sure did it loads of times. Parenting disaster when it comes to that, you know. Oh, yeah. Forgot that your kid's in the car. you just gone in for a day's work. And you're like, oh. Oh, God. Whoopsie. Um, Aiden, like, did you get in trouble? Like, when we're talking about being late, how late was that, Aiden? 0876797104. Let us know um, the most important thing. You've forgotten. If you uh, if your birthday was forgotten, would you be upset? With who? Well, let's say your your family. Oh, see, my family don't care about birthdays. We'd never usually even wish each other a happy birthday. We're very not close like that. It's actually tragic. Right. So it would be normal for no one to wish you happy birthday. Fair if enough. my mom forgot, because usually she'll write to me at one o'clock in the day on my birthday because that's when I was born. Yeah. If she forgot now, I'd be very annoyed. But if I was going out with someone and they forgot, because I have a birthday month, I'd be fuming. I'd be flipping oh, yeah, tables yeah. left, right and centre. Yeah. Uh, again, Aiden has followed up. Listen, it was only 15 minutes. Not that late. That's not too bad. It kind of is though because 15, 15 minutes, minutes everyone's gone home. Ah, come on. I, I would say 15 minutes is grand, like an hour. Okay, now hang on. As a child, 15 minutes is an hour. Okay, yeah, it is. Isn't the time know? is completely different when you're a kid. Uh, went straight to the McDonald's afterwards. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell your mother now. We you forgot know you at the school. That probably worked well. They'll forget. They'll be like, remember we used to go to McDonald's all the time? Yeah, that was because I forgot about you. I wonder, is there anyone listening who like forgot their kid's birthday? You couldn't forget your kid's birthday. Uh, people are busy and they're stressed and life is hard at the best of times and you might have just thought it was on the 9th instead of the 6th. No, I could imagine anniversaries could be like that. You know, wedding anniversaries, if you forget. Is it bad when you leave your child in her buggy in the supermarket? No child was harmed. Wait, what? Not that you leave your child in her buggy in the supermarket. As in, like, you've walked out of the shop and she's in the buggy. Maybe you just took the messages out in the trolley and you forgot to bring... <laughs> she's just sitting there being like, anyone? In the, in the, in the, in the biscuit aisle, about four, four rows back, and you're just going, I think I have everything now. Is that everything? Yeah. I got the briquettes, I got some fire lighters, I got the milk and bread. Yeah, job done. I'm sure that's there happened so many times. Yeah. 0876797. Uh, 104 Derek is back in touch Evening Derek Happy New Year I'm not sure if we've been Talking to you since But you're lucky Maybe we have I think we might have Anyway Derek uh, My dad thought my birthday Was the 28th of May But it's the 29th Oh there's nothing worse Now I Hi I'm Daniel Founder of Pretty Litter Did you know cats Tend to hide symptoms Of sickness and pain I learned this the hard way After losing my cat Gingy So I created Pretty Litter a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. 
Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.